Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 373. God, so is that like your favorite number? No, we're not going to. Why do you want to? Now you want to talk about numbers all the time. Do you love that number? Now you, why do you want to talk about numbers Is it the best time? number you've ever heard? You got on me about talking about numbers for so long, and then I've stopped, and now you... Let that be a guy. lesson to people. Don't become what you hate. Ah, <laughs> oh, so that's what happened here. I get it. It just full circle. <laughs> you you just you you became the enemy. He'll turn. He'll turn. He'll turn Nick yeah. on the on the numbers. Yeah. Uh, so this Nick is the numbers. Nick Nick the numbers guy. This is episode three hundred seventy three of the B Movie Breakdown, which is a weekly podcast. We find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what, the fuck. Yeah, that's each, that's it. That's the deal. <laughs> it's the deal. Each week's movie is revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. So make sure you listen to the end of every episode. That's where we make that magical, spectacular, wonderful See? reveal. Why though? See, this is why sometimes these tendencies come out in me to just be shitty, dicking around with numbers. Because what did you just say? This magical what is happening to us? The reveal. It's magical. Yeah, that's true. No one can see the hand gestures you make, like Doctor Strange over here. <laughs> My lord. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Nobody can see that. It's okay. Um, so yeah, I, make sure you listen to the end of every episode so you, uh, you two can join in on the madness. The uh, you can follow us on the Instagram at B Movie Breakdown <laughs> on the Twitter at B and B Podcast or search B Movie Breakdown or email us B and B Podcast B and B Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, make sure uh, you can uh, go on all those things. DM us on the Instagram or whatever outlet you want to you uh, you fan tickles your tickles your fancy. You know. Yeah, we're all about. Never mind. I'm not saying that. I don't want. <laughs> and talking about tickling fancies. No thanks. Well, do you have anything you want to say about um tickling fancies? No, I don't actually. I got something else I could say. I could just tell you that another podcast is a weird and feared. It's a podcast about monsters, madness, and mayhem. If you want to listen to spooky, scary, bizarre stories, you can find that podcast where you find this beautiful treasure trove you are currently listening to. This is this is very true. You can find that podcast, this podcast, anywhere you get podcasts. And if you yeah, there's this, a million of them these days, a good bajillion. So it's in the podcast aura. Reach in and find a podcast you like. Reach in and grab it. Just like this uh, week, we reached in and grabbed what from the depths of space. A movie from the depths of the Amazon Prime jungle. Yeah, good good choice there. We sure. uh we found a movie starring a there's a lot of people in this movie. For yeah. A, for a movie that is is it is. There's I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's bad because I've seen much worse again, I've seen much worse. But yeah, I've seen worse, but I've seen better. But like I said, there's a lot of people in this movie. Billy D. Williams, Jeff Conway, Maxwell Caulfield. Tracy Scoggins. It's lots of people in this movie. People that have done all sorts of things. You'd think all these people, whether they're 
big names or character actor names, whatever. They're in a movie, all in a movie together. You might think that you might get some something something solid, but uh, what you get? What what we got was the 1993 straight video space classic, Alien. Sure, <laughs> Alien yeah. Intruder. It's the best of the worst. Right away in this movie, um, immediately recognized the guy who plays the character Nick, played by Maxwell Caulfield. Uh, yeah, didn't re- never. I don't know why I remember the guy's name, but he's in my brain most famous from the movie Empire Records. He plays the character Rex Manning, who's like sure. this older music star, pop star kind of guy who's ends up being kind of uh, a dick and uh, shitty and slightly. Rapey, but um, but yeah, I always remember him as Rex Manning, Rex Manning Day, and uh, you know, in Empire Records, also Grease Two. He's in that movie, which is a sure. pretty big bomb there for another you know beat movie kind of classic. It was yeah, Grease Grease Two, not as good as Grease. Surprising, right? What do you what do you mean? It wasn't as good as <laughs> it wasn't in that same level no. as Grease One. No, you need to see it, and then you'll understand. Oh, I have. It's one of my favorites. That's why I'm oh, surprised. it's one of your secret favorite movies. Um, ah, God, no, I can't, can't, I can't even joke about that. But then, <laughs> it's a sacred list, so I'm surprised. It's uh, true. So, uh, yeah. Uh, also in this movie, Billy D. Williams. Yeah, Lando. of course. The, makes sense. Lando. Harvey Dent. Yeah, it makes sense. At the t- you know what I mean? At the time, Billy, Billy D. Williams wasn't making like the biggest movies. By ninety three oh, or so, a, but oh, he's a guy. But he's a guy, and he's got that you know name built up. He's a guy. Yeah, he's a guy. He's a good guy. And then you know you get this movie, Alien Intruder. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Can we talk about that name. You mentioned Can it prior the name, to though? the podcast. You had a couple problems with the movie, and I was yeah. going to say, yeah, I guess I, what one of them is. I was going to say, I think I have the same problem as you. The name of the movie being called Alien Intruder, because <laughs> it makes it. It's not as generic as the name makes it out to be. Right. It's not as generic. Because you, you, Alien Intruder is like one of the worst names for a movie What as like what this is about. It sounds like a shitty video game. A shitty like Sega Genesis game. Yeah, it just sounds like it sucks. For Basically, I had to look up what year the movie Species came out. Because that's basically what we're dealing with here. But it's <laughs> mass chaos. And yeah, it's, it's kind of it's it's progr- like Species but computer program. Yeah. Correct. And Species came out after this. So I was like, okay, well that didn't. So this is just doing its own thing. You know, the femme fatale, supernatural, otherworldly killer. And also, like, the whole movie makes you kind of wonder, like, well, what is she? What's what's going on? When the movie is called Alien Intruder, it basically answers your question. There's no mystery. Right. This is probably an alien device. Or she's an alien or it's from an alien thing. But they never answer that. They said it, it, it was like a genetic code thing. Like, it was otherworldly. They talk about it. Right. But it's like, it's there's not they don't go into much detail. Is what I mean. That's the biggest detail I get. That it's genetically coded. The virus <laughs> is coded like we are, so it's a living entity that is extraterrestrial in origin. Yeah, I mean that's like a living living computer virus. Correct. Basically, another thing that weird... I related to, kind of, yeah. 
um, around this same like kind of thing. Oh shit! What was I gonna say? I don't know. No, I can't say? remember anyone. Well, as I was just talking, it's got it's got <laughs> huge vibes of um, you know, Gaius Balter and the in the Caprica Six later on, obviously predating that situation, but like computer as pro and then they start seeing her in the real world. So how much is she in their brains and what is she even really, you know? Also Virtuosity, a movie we watched for the podcast that dealt with virtual reality and there were women involved, but obviously a psychopath, but still Yeah, the psychopath is the main point. Correct. That was a main man, psychopath man. But but still it was uh kind of the same kind of thing. Virtual reality, this living entity uh, like type of thing, alien intruder. You guys couldn't do anything better than that. I was hoping this is one of those things where I had a different name somewhere else, so I could at least be like, "Oh, that's better. That's fine. Nothing. No, this alien intruder. Fuck, even just intruder. I don't know. I guess you need the alien part. It just makes it seem more cheesy than it is when it's not really about aliens, but it is. But also the cover of the movie, the way it looks, and like the space and everything on it. And the name yeah. is misleading. Yeah, it's marketed to because, be a different movie. Because it, the cover would make you think like it's, oh, it's a creature movie, like an alien creature type of thing. You think? And then it's especially not. Especially the boxes that, yeah, especially the boxes that emulate like alien fonts and things. Right. Oh my God. It's just like a way to get people to watch a crappy B movie. Yeah, but it could be, it could be an enjoyable crappy B movie. Like, I mean, I still think it, I still think it is. I I enjoy what it was doing because it was doing more things than I thought it was going to do. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just going to be a sh- so like we got into some stuff and with some characters and things. But the second thing that I hated the most because it just makes it seem even more campy and stupid is the goddamn music. The music is hated pretty it. bad. I hated it because it just makes everything seem even more doofy. The models I thought obviously were just you know models, but maybe if they didn't have like do 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 over them, they wouldn't seem as stupid. Yeah, it's a little, it was the music was pretty bad. There was a, there was one time where the music was help. literally one of those like laser guns from the '90s where you'd press it and go or like car alarms. Remember yeah, the car it didn't alarm? help. There's literally one scene where the help. music is a, 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 a '90s car alarm. Like I just that was the music because with this scene, right a car alarm and like if I right because like if I even watch like what this movie really is. It's like if somebody's seen a Star Trek episode, it's the hollow deck runs amok and takes control. Yeah. The plot's been addressed a billion times. I mean, 93. So there's been a few in the next generation where that's happening. So that's what this is, though, which is a cool, that's a cool, fine thing to have addressed in just a random movie as opposed to an episode of a TV show. But it's the hollow deck gains sentience, runs amok, or is infiltrated by something, takes over the ship. I mean, been there, done that. Who knows? How, I mean, people do know, of course. They know exact numbers. That's like, who knows how many times it's happened to the Enterprise? People can tell you the exact number, but it's happened enough, and other ships where that's a problem. So right away, I'm like, all right, I'm in. That's cool. Yeah, because right then, right away they they give you a little tease, like here's a crew that was experienced. Here's a crew that's experiencing that this, and that's the scene with Jeff Conway, who was yeah. uh, most famous from Greece, the original Greece. Um, he's in. He ends up dying though in the in the opening scene. Um, they all do spoilers, but, but like you don't really kind of know what's going on because at first they're like, "I saw her first and they're having this like, like gunfight, this with these laser rifles and stuff. Um, 
that and and then there's already some good lines just like say goodbye dickhead and like somebody got yeah. somebody gets shot with a laser um it starts it starts real strong there's a dude there's a firebomb that they have and the one guy there's a stuntman who's lit on fire for so long yeah, he was on fire for a long time. It's always amazing when you watch these like movies that are like clearly probably didn't have much of a budget. You know, no, but they paid a guy to burn alive. They paid a guy to burn alive for so long. <laughs> He's on fire for so long. It right. is yeah. it is insanely impre- impressive for sure. And it always looks it all it's always a cool effect because there always is like that man could get really hurt. He might be hurt. Yeah, right. Especially with the budget, who knows what kind of uh, protective measures they had in place? I don't know for that guy. But it's one of those things where, like, you can tell they made sets, so that's expensive. But the way they made the sets, it's like, well, that doesn't. What are we doing here? Yeah, are we using pieces and parts and you know, sure, whatever they can. But I'm always a huge fan. It just reminds me of like when I would play with toys and I was use like construction paper to make like a set, and I'm like, well, this is this gets the job done, right? This is cool. <laughs> This is fine. They had this laying around. They made this thing. They yeah. shot in some warehouse that is, I guess, in a ship. Fine. Yeah, and I, and I thought it was fun that, like, to have like the you know the opening scene with that crew dealing with that, and then you have the, you think one of these guys is gonna be like a guy part of the thing, but nope, the yeah. last guy alive, he kills himself because he realizes what he's done. He did, yeah, he did. Comes to the realization that he's killed all his friends. Yeah, and looking back, like that guy, that guy was a better guy than the other, some of the guys we had that sub, get subdued to the psychosis later. Cause he realized like, this is not what we need to be doing here. Right. Then he I k- fucked up and this is wrong and I'm, I'm done. This is a mess. Friends. Yeah. Uh, but then the, the main, you know, main group of guys here that we get for this, for this mission that they're going on. Uh, it is, this movie does take, take place 2022. So earth, Loved it. earth 2022, um, yeah, where do we start? Do you start a new Alcatraz? Is that where we start, Corey? Yeah, maximum security prison in new Alcatraz. The prison, I think I mentioned this movie just not long ago, but it has to come up again. Uh, the movie Fortress with Christopher Lambert. The sure. prison in this movie is very similar to the prison in true. that movie. And like early 90s, everyone's obsessed with like prison and everyone's obsessed with like the dystopian you know, prison state, which is funny because we do have, kind of have a nice prison state going on in America. We just don't have, we might have a bunch of little new Alcatrazes roaming around that yeah. we don't even really know about, to be honest with you, which is not good to think about. And Fortress came out a few years before this. So yeah. it's like a little like, well, they're just the way the prison cells were mainly like, it was like, but the, uh, though in the, in Fortress, they had like no bars on the cells. Yeah. And it was like, if you walked out, there was like something in you that would like go off. Yeah, it's like a, right. And I mean, this is basically how every Star Trek jail has looked forever. It's an open screen. If you go against it, you get shocked. Right. That's just how it goes. Right. So yeah, that's... Because a- that's that's more cost effective than just bars. Because then when the, the energy goes down, the people can just leave the prison. Right. I've never understood. <laughs> just have a door. <laughs> just lock a door. No doors in the future? Not for prisons, I guess. Um, I I think I might have forgotten this part when I watched it, because uh, I did watch this a couple of days ago. But oh, I was gonna say, how many times have you watched it? <laughs> no. Um, but what was the mission they were on? That Billy D. To Williams, res- Commander Stryker. What is the mission he's yeah, putting together? To, to rescue that ship that's lost. To rescue that ship. Okay, that's it though. That was it. I thought there was that more was it. behind it. Okay. They not that they told the guy. I mean, there obviously is. He has the whole agenda, but. 
they don't tell them that. They right. just are going to go on this mission, rescue this ship, and they get to spend. It's going to take them eight months or whatever, and they'll get to spend, uh, you know, their weekends in the weekend, which is just metaphor for VR holodeck sex time. Aphrodite program. There you go. That was that was well the name done. of the VR program. It was called the Aphrodite program, where basically you got a girlfriend. You got to make a scenario, or you got to write it yourself. Yeah, you basically are playing, you know, hollow. It's a hollow deck, hollow deck Westworld. It's all the same. Yeah, uh, but when they're putting the team together, you know, yeah. we're getting introduced to these guys. You got like the nerdy guy. His name was DJ. Yeah. Uh, you get the one guy with the pon- long hair, ponytail type guy. Peter was that Peter? Yeah, Peter. And then you had the best guy, Lloyd. Lloyd's something else. He's a maniac, cigar chomping, uh-huh. ridiculous guy. <laughs> He starts out. He starts out strong and hard, which is how he spends most of his life. He he starts off escaping from prison, and when they confront him, uh, I have some, yeah. I have some dialogue from that scene. Yeah, of course. As soon as you it. said you recorded dialogue, I'm like, I know exactly what he recorded because how could he not? <laughs> so here we go. We're gonna listen to it right now. Too much. You like to blow things, huh? Not as much as I like to fuck. <laughs> it's too much. It's like, oh, I know exactly how this guy is. I got a dick, <laughs> dick with a will of iron. Yeah, and then he doesn't stop. Yeah. Oh no, the whole movie, he is just completely on, being ridiculous. Oh, he has so he has so many lines and one-liners of absurdity. I couldn't even keep up yeah. with. With all of them, they were all just one after another, ridiculous. That's things. Lloyd. Yeah, there's Lloyd. You gotta have that guy. You gotta, and if you're on a space like space crew in the '80s or '90s, you're, you're gonna have that guy. Yeah, of course. Whether it's a, it could be even be just, just a military crew, whatever. If it's a B movie, like whatever type of scenario, you're gonna have that guy, and you know he fit the bill. Fit the bill. Yeah, and do you like how he yelled at one of the guys that comes along, the computer guy, like sold him the map to get out of prison? I like that too. How did he even give him a map? I don't even find that. Well, map. that guy was a robot, or, or not the robot guy, the other guy. The guy wasn't a robot. No, the, yeah, the other guy's a robot. The other guy's a robot. The, there was a there was one guy who doesn't even do doesn't even do much. The poor robot doesn't do much. Did did they say he was a robot from the start, or did you just find that out when he gets yeah. zapped? No, they. They make jokes about him being a robot the whole time. Like, yeah, you know he's a robot. Because when he got electrocuted, it was like the most unconvincing fall of anything ever. Yeah, he's a, he's a robot. He just toppled over. That's the robot thing. He doesn't have to fall like a human. How's he supposed to fall? No, a I robot. just love that that's the, uh, you know, the guy. They're like, fall like a robot. And that was just, that was. Sure. <laughs> that's what the guy thought about. I mean, how many sentient robots have you seen just fall over? You've seen them maybe blown apart and stuff, but just True. fall over. Yeah, just fall over. Nah, not too many, I guess. It's a shame. I was hoping he'd get up and walk around a little bit with his Terminator face, but I guess that was enough of a callback. <laughs> nope, he just died. <laughs> he's, he's just literally electrocuted and dead. And they said, oh, there's all these booby traps. That was like the only booby trap there was. It was. It was literally the only one. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't a booby trap and just like not somewhere you should be walking. <laughs> 
100% thought the same thing. Like, oh, he just stepped on a grate. That's how they booby trap this place. Wi- he more, stepped in the yeah. spot of exposed wires. Yeah, it's an open compart- open terminal. That's less a booby trap and more just not looking where you're going. Uh, th- one thing, though, so about the VR stuff. So they go in these like VR yeah, what pods. Yeah, what about it? They go into these VR pods. Everybody yeah. has their own scenarios. And basically their scenarios... Are Can you just, imagine how, how dirty those things are? Yeah, they're disgusting. Anyways, sure. go ahead. Um, they gotta have somebody come in there and clean those things out real good because that's what the robots for. <laughs> he has to clean up all the yeah, all the prisoner, all, all, all the prisoners. Yeah, the leftovers. Oh my god, that poor robot! And no wonder he stepped. He's he voluntarily <laughs> he, chose, he chose to do that. Like this is my out. Here's a booby trap. Whoops. Yeah. I am clumsy. Um, the the VR parts though are basically softcore porns. They exactly are. It's fantasy time. Absolutely, they are one hundred percent like nineties, like HBO softcore porn. Yeah, that's what that's what guys who are in prison get access to. Aphrodite programs are like this is what I'm going to do. I yeah. work all day. I work during the week. On the weekends, I party. And literally, weekend becomes just code for sex time in their fake their fake fantasy world, and they all, which they adore. And they all got to like write the what was happening. They all came up with Basically. like absurd like storylines that were happening in these. I mean, these guys care so much about their fantasies. There's eventually a fist fight over one, which is a good bonding moment. Yeah, you making fun of my fantasy? <laughs> they brawl for five minutes, and then they become friends again. The Lloyd he goes to the Wild West. He has this, like, basically he's banging, like, Annie Oakley or something. Is that supposed to be why sure. her name is Annie? I, I guess. I don't know. But anyways. It's a pioneer, pioneer woman. So he goes to the Old West. Uh, the dude with the ponytail, uh, he's in, like, a noir. Yes. Like a, you know, Casablanca, that type of yeah. type of noir setting. Uh, the dude, the nerdy dude, DJ, he goes to, like, a 50s biker gang scenario. He even yeah. specifically says, "I'm going to 1952." I don't know why they I don't know why they couldn't just have him say, "I'm going into the 50." I mean, mind in the 50s. Nah, 1952. Nah, it's a good year. And in for that him. in that biker I game guess. thing, the bad guy, like biker guy, that was part of the crew, he has a girl yeah. on the back of his uh, thing. And when they break into that store and he gives her a beer bottle, she rubs the cold beer all over, all across her boobs. It was. I mean, this is what was going on in 1952. That's what our guy drama dreamed up. Yeah, it was very. Uh, and then Nick, the uh, the kind of the main guy here, he uh, he had a surfer fantasy. His was like basically just based in a normal. Yeah, it was just he surfs and he, there's a girl there. Yeah, he lives on the beach, like normal. Yeah, yeah. Pretty just he his fantasy was just a normal life with a hot babe. And it's almost like was he probably doing this before he went to prison before his mutiny charge? Possibly that he's just living. He was, yeah, that was the life. thing. He was just just a huge mutineer, I guess. It's a big naughty thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, can't be doing that. Then you gotta live your surfer life in fantasy land. So, uh, but yeah, they all they they was like all these like softcore porn. Uh, the girls were all getting naked. Uh, so there's a lots of nudity in the in the fantasy parts of this movie. Uh, but then there was it's always true. one uh, one kind of like. You know, you noticed her from the beginning of the movie. She's back again. 
this girl, yeah, whatever's going on yeah. here, whatever was what because in the beginning you kind of don't know, understand that it was part of this VR thing. You don't really know what she what her deal was. So in no, the but you know she's there. In the beginning, you're almost like, oh, this is like a species, like she's like an alien or something. You don't know that she's in like a computer program, no, or can invade computer programs. But yeah, you see her pop up in everybody's fantasies in one way or another. Uh, so she's integrating into their fantasies, and uh, you, can, you kind of see what's going to happen from here. It's it's gonna, yeah, you can piece it together yeah. based on what they showed you. Almost kind of, as much as I like the beginning, it almost would have been maybe now that I think about it, nice to not have that beginning. So then you wouldn't no. know what was going to happen. I want to take a strong stance and say no, because without knowing that could happen. It would just be super boring in the beginning, and I'd be bored out of my mind as I'm introduced to these characters who I don't think are going to matter anyways. Right. This hint of exci- this exciting thing happened, and you're introduced to Billy Dee Williams, who's putting a crew together to go find this ship. Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. The, because uh... I was think I had that thought in my head too of would I have liked it, and I decided I came down and now nah, you got to leave it because otherwise you don't. At least this knows let you know some action or something quote-unquote cool might be happening again eventually otherwise just like where are we going though i mean you say characters not mattering but like lloyd like i was thoroughly hoping to be able to visit a bar in houston with him he explained the the this absurd bar in houston that he goes to that is just he did wild and out of control with women just he did everybody's naked and uh, you know, it sounded like a good time. So uh, I wanted to go. It hang sounded out. like a good time. Go hang out with a with with Lloyd in Houston. Um, but then you know the I, I did like the part where the where they start kind of figuring things out with the VR and like the girls are being killed in them and they're like, well, this yeah. is this is not what I wrote. Why are these women dying in this thing? Yeah. Why is my fake love interest being murdered in my fake reality? Right. That's a bummer. Though, though the only person's fantasy we didn't get to see him was clearly he was dabbling and it was Billy D. Williams. Yeah, God only knows what he was doing. He was definitely, his character was definitely dabbling in it. I mean, he was going mad. He was losing his mind. Yeah, but yeah, but I think he went mad before. He, had, he was on a ship that, he escaped a ship that was undertaken by her influence earlier. Off screen. Did you mm, catch that? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying because he was he was too busy he was too busy getting off and like watching their fantasies and yeah seeing he her. was and which is another thing that reminded me of the movie Fortress in the movie Fortress yeah. Kurtwood Smith uh, most famous from that that 70s show is Red Form or yeah, Red Foreman he um he plays like the guy who like runs the prison and in the movie they they look into they can watch all the prisoners' dreams yeah. So they Which like watch great. their fantasies and their dreams and stuff, and they can like, infiltrate them and like fuck their heads up and stuff. Yeah, I, I think do we just need to credit Freddy Krueger as making all those movies obsessed with dreams in a roundabout way? Because we don't get too many movies these days where people just keep watching people's dreams. I feel like there's a lot of those. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there were a lot of dream dream this, movies. Not not like demon my, man coming to get you in your dreams, but just like the idea of watching dreams or dreams this, dreams that. Dream a little dream movie we watched about yeah. dreams and stuff and things. So like a that. lot of people that just I just thinking that was a thing. There's yeah. probably more to that, but you know, it proliferated into even something like this. Oh like yeah, but Freddy was huge. Nightmare on Elm Street was huge. Why wouldn't it? When, you know? when people dying in the dreams and that's being you know, it immediately makes you think about well if you die in the dream do you die in real life we never really got that far in this one but it was a concern i mean with it because that one guy nick was gonna get killed but then like they woke up right that's true 
They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. True. I don't know if you had more to say about that. No, done. <laughs> done. Uh, did Did you like how the one in the one part there was um, when they were wearing masks, but they had to like go into the one area they were wearing masks. Yeah. And the one what guy. What do you mean? I like that. Well, the one guy. So the one guy, mask. The one guy was like anti-mask. Well, we know those people. That makes sense. It's, is, are you telling me this is a movie about 2022 and a guy didn't want to have a mask on? Yeah, he was even vocal about it in this movie, which I thought was very weird. Very Well, I mean, I got one thing, right? <laughs> That's the only, the, only, the only thing. I mean, the VR is slightly popular right now. Yeah, it's not quite to the Aphrodite level programs. No, it's not, but it's getting it's getting popular. So uh, maybe maybe they got the VR the VR trend. Yeah, is this a subsect of um, a, a quote unquote metaverse? Possibly off branch. This was this is the metaverse. We just we watch the metaverse. So. I mean, people aren't going to be happy until they make their own matrix. They're not going to be happy until they can finally do it. This and this movie was close. This was getting getting us there. Getting yeah, us, I mean that was to the Matrix. basically they basically plugged into Matrix pods and had little adventures, but they're basically connected to them. They just weren't they're like in their own little servers though. They didn't link to everybody else's and enjoy a fake little world. Yeah. And then and the, you know, in the part of this movie that was like, you know, it, it kind of turned into what you would expect it to be based on what you saw in the beginning. But like, you know, everybody fighting over the woman. They're fighting over uh-huh. her. She, you know, at first, it's funny because they, at first, they, you got to see the stages of it, right? So at first, yes. they're like, oh, what's going on? Something's weird with this. And then why is this, this woman in all these? We didn't put her in these. Who is she? And they're questioning it. But then she, d- you know, dives too far into their brains. Uh, yeah, well, so some of the guys crack and some, I mean, Nick doesn't. He's no. very resistant. And so is the, um, I forget his name. Who is the... The nerdy guy, just because he DJ. had glasses on. Which what was his name? DJ. DJ, there you go. He did know a lot he, about technology and stuff, so he was he fit the nerdy. Well, yeah, they, well, yeah, he was again. When you're putting a team together, everybody has their specialty. So, so that's how you knew it was a problem when the tech guy couldn't get into the system. Then you're like, oh shit. Well, the tech guy had one of the most absurd deaths in the movie. It was he rough. Got, he got shot. Yes. By Billy D. Williams was falling after he got shot falling and Billy yeah, he, Billy D. Williams continues to shoot him as he's falling in midair. <laughs> like he's not gonna make it. He's done. Oh let's keep I'm shooting. Dead. Him. He's falling his body is falling and he's still shooting his dead body. <laughs> Isn't that like a little explosion or like a fire? Uh something when he gets shot or no anything when just he shoots laser, him again? Just la- no just, just just laser shots. And they had laser guns but then also real guns sometimes. Hmm. I like that. Well, yeah, because different different makes and models. Well, we well that's something they didn't predict, right? We're all of our laser rifles. Ah, well, we don't know. They're not for public consumption yet. Because those. The... Go ahead. Special forces. No, I was just saying those special forces missions. Who knows what they have? Oh, it's for space force. I gotcha. So, well, oh, well. <laughs> go on. Still exists. Uh... Well, space force as an entity just got a new name. It existed before. It was space command. Anyways, go ahead. The uh, the uh, the most absurd death though is definitely Billy D. Williams. Yeah, right. He gets shot fuck. by by yeah, a real fu- gun, not a laser yeah, gun. Fuck. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, he gets sh- well. He gets shot a bunch of times by Nick, and he falls into like circuit breakers and who knows what else, and gets electrocuted to no end. 
And he's just, like, just screaming in the most absurd way Billy D. Williams could possibly be screaming while being electrocuted after being oh, shot. Yes, he's just shaking it at looks like a an old, you know, an old, like, bottom of a, a bed frame without a mattress. As he's just <laughs> shaking and shaking and shaking. And it's just, ah! It's, <laughs> yeah. But him yelling, the way he's almost yelling is if just the way he talks. Yeah, it's a good clip to show somebody <laughs> with no context. It's real good. Hey, watch this. What the hell? That's all you get. <laughs> was, that Billy, was that Billy D. Williams? Could have been. Sounded like him just yelling. And how about how everybody went mad? But like, he, okay, so this same thing happened to him. His ship blew up, but he escaped. So he was always trying to get back here to interact with, the, get to get back the, to this. To the G sector. The G sector, which I mean, the G sector guys that yeah. you're going with. Well, yeah, and also there was that part where the ship was like going inside the other ship, and it was very like correct. Yeah, the G sector. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing going on there. And then the ships dock with each other. Yeah, the docking's that's... part was like very like sexual. Absolutely, but like instead of going insane, he gets back and like orchestrates a whole plan, gets involved with the government, or uses his connections, puts the team together just to like he's very calculated in his madness to get back to um, Ariel. It's I just. You know, seeing how everybody goes crazy, he like had a whole plan and set out to make this happen. I just like the, uh, I didn't like it, but I mean, I was impressed. I guess not even impressed. He's a fake character in a fake situation. They're like, you know what I mean? Like his character in this movie was really dedicated to the cause and could keep it together long enough. And then just went, you know, went wild at the end. Came so close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he did. He really, <laughs> if he just wouldn't, wouldn't have gone so crazy. Yeah. It was just like, what? But again, it's a sickness. They go, you can't say, well, what were you thinking? He, they're, they're not thinking. He they're, was suppressing it for so long. Yeah. Like She wasn't like a presence necessarily. Right. Um, when he was trying to put together that team, but he knew what he needed to get back to. And yes. so maybe being away from her, let him like subdue that. But once he got back into that like full, you know, full, right. full mode, it was like, okay, you know, shit's. Full thrush. He was just, he was just, you know, enthralled in this madness that she exudes whatever she really is yeah whatever whatever she is and she lives i mean on. go ahead i i i was just say i i interpreted her as like a weapon because she would like when they said like destroy ships or kill you she was like you know as many as i can so she's again very adept to the name an alien intruder who is like sent to destroy you know probably you know civilizations militaries she's a whole weapon yeah, where's the origin? Where's her? What's her origin I mean, story? It's cool. I mean, it's cool. I say these things as if that's really true. <laughs> her, it, it, yeah, her origin story I did that I don't know is cool. Yeah, it's cool. Well, she's an alien. An alien puts together this program and has it just infect ships in the G sector, and then they just lose their people, lose their mind, and hopefully, it's almost like too good because like if it just keeps destroying ships in this one area that's not really going to do much you need to get you got to get it back to the main world which might happen this time because unless see Nick should just drive into the sun is what should happen yeah or like he might just I mean, go mad though and it just all kind of yeah it's linked into her like she's linked into him clearly something with his biology when he was in his little sex tube enjoying his weekend yeah, and hopefully, I mean, yeah, Nick. I feel like he's just gonna end up going insane. He's gonna go mad too. He's gonna he's gonna go put together a team, but he has her with him though. Yeah, so she's coming with him though. So yeah, she she but, left with him. But what kind of because, horrible things is Nick gonna go do now? He's gonna start like 
she's just going to use him as a vessel to like uh, take over all these, you know, ships and everything. Yeah, well, maybe maybe because Nick was a military man, he he gets associated with maybe a politician running for office in 2022 and becomes part of his campaign. And then she's along for the ride and then it happens. All right. So Ariel 2024. Gotcha. Well, I mean, by proxy, <laughs> Nick 2024, but he's just an advisor. Oh yeah. Sorry. Right in my, uh, sorry. I forgot. Yeah. No, there's an actual man probably that, but we oh all, my God. That. Yeah. Can you imagine? A if, alien if, if, an individual, virus if an individual that we don't need president? to talk about has Ariel in his head, I think the we. Madness. I think that already happened. Yeah, actually, this this movie actually is a little late. This actually took place four years ago. Yeah, there was already a man who had sexy, busty women in in his head all the time. So, um, but Yikes. apparently that lady um, who played Ariel, she's like most famous from Babylon Five. Yeah, she was in a. Yeah, season that, of that so, bad boy. So maybe some TV movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody in this, you know, was in most. Well, most some of the main people were like, you know, in something. So uh, also funny. Right. Uh, not well, not really funny, but you know, couldn't find anything about this movie. There's no like, there's no like bits and behind pieces the scenes, and behind the nothing. scenes, and there's no. There's no. It never even got a cult following where people would care and ask these questions. No, there's no like no trivia. There's no production. That's kind of sad. <laughs> like there's no there's no subculture for. You know why? Because it's called Alien Intruder. The name is too long. It's too generic. The poster this, with was, the this alien one never font. got renamed anything poster else. Poster with the alien font is so offensive. Yeah, of course. Like did they? What was the name of some of these ships? I forgot. This name the movie the name of a ship. USS Presley. Cool? That was the name of the ship. All right, maybe not. That's <laughs> not a cool, good name for a movie. USS Presley. Yeah, it's um, not a good name for a movie. The tagline for this is, was in the year two, 2022, we make contact. Too bad. It doesn't even tell you anything. Or is it, it's not even clever. <laughs> it's a pun on two. Yeah, who's the number asshole now? Whoever wrote that tagline. Well, it says T-O-O, too bad. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Too bad. Yeah, it's a play. It's a play on twos. Uh, yeah, some number asshole again getting in here mucking around. Oh, here's one bit of enter. Here's one bit of uh, trivia for you. Broadway Joe Murphy provided many of the stunts in the movie. Well, that's cool. Does I'm that glad. Help, does that help you? Yeah. Was it the man who was set on fire? <laughs> Possibly. So, well, Entertainment Weekly gave the movie a D plus, finding the movie crude. I mean, that's what you're going to say if all things crude. That's what you critique this movie with? TV Guide found that the movie wasn't as good as the idea, giving the movie one out of five stars. I mean, there are. uh, It's like. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, if if it's a scale, it only goes down to one. This one's got to be a two. I mean, one's got to be like, you know what I mean? Like, things at least happened here. It's a two. Ooh, guess what? Out of five, two. Guess what? What? The the production company that made this movie, PM Entertainment, also produced the movie CIA Codename Alexa. They just don't have good names. (laughs) They don't. 
<laughs> no, here, look at. Can somebody else name these? Here's like they have a movie called Midnight Warrior, Deadly Breed, L.A. Vice. I mean, L.A. Warriors, Sinners, generic nonsense. American Born, Living to Die. Oh, those are just these. Those sound like Bond, except for the American one. The Killing Zone, Living... Art of Dying. Yeah, these are like James Bond titles. A almost. Time to Die, Bikini Summer. A Time to Die. Colon bikini summer? No, just a time to die. Okay, bikini summer. Because that I watched that movie, time to die. Colon bikini summer. All right. Final impact. Another Lorenzo Lamas uh, joint, just like uh, Codename Alexa. They were really big on uh, Lorenzo Lamas there, and Tracy well, Lord. Was... And Tracy Lord. She's in a number of their movies, and so is Don the Dragon Wilson. He's in a number of their movies too. Well, I mean, not bad people to have in your movies. I just wonder about the movies. Oh, they have one called Magic Kid. What's that about a magic? It was kid? also known as Little Ninja Dragon, and and released in the Philippines as Ninja Sidekick. See, that's what I was looking for with this one. Something else from any country. No, it was Alien Intruder. It's so generic. When I went to search for it, I typed in Alien Invader, and I was like, nothing's coming up. And I'm like, oh my god, fine, Intruder, Fist fine. of Fist of Honor, Private Wars, Sunset Strip. They have all these generic. These movies could be about anything. I mean, they clearly just, yeah, are. They're just generic. They're just, they don't say anything yeah. about the movie. Or it's not even just like a, a name that stands out. Alien Intruder sounds like one of the most boring alien things. How can you make aliens more boring? Meanwhile, if you view this as an alien, I mean, it's kind of exciting. I mean, she, in one of their dreams, she blows up that whole 50s biker gas station sets a man on fire gas tank explode gas station explodes it was her grandpa she does dramatic things yeah she didn't even care then she shot a guy who's gonna shoot lawyer in the west i mean she was there was you know it's a again it really is just a story about a holodeck taking control of a ship it's a star trek story a hundred percent it is yeah that's the first thing i thought of this is like a this is like a failed um star trek pilot or not pilot but like episode like oh my god guess, I mean, all, guess what other guess what other movie this uh this company what produced. good one one of my favorites yeah a little bigfoot that also makes sense <laughs> they have a bunch of bigfoot movies actually great they produce one called bigfoot the unforgettable encounter and it stars that uh, Zachary Ty Bryan from Home Improvement, who played the oldest son in Home Improvement. Okay. Interesting. He's in that. So there That's you go. impressive. They're just at the, at the height of Home Improvement, and he's like, I'm going to go do this right. weird. Uh, I remember he was in the movie First Kid. He played a bully in that movie with Sinbad, where he was the bodyguard, bodyguard for the. Uh, First kid. Well, those are the things you you obsess on too when you're growing up, and then you see characters and shows you watch, do other things. That's why you, those things just stick in your mind. I don't want to know that he's in a Sinbad movie, but I do. <laughs> well, I mean, sorry that I told you that. No, I knew that. Also, oh, you already knew. I'm just you're, saying you remembered. You remember? Yeah, the I, first yeah I thought so. Yeah. So then, I'm like, it's in my head. So it's there's like, a well, weird part of that movie where like the guy wants to. Um, oh my God. like so what? 
Um, I didn't see the movie, but I knew he was in it. So oh, you, what's ne- this you never about? saw First Kid? No, I never I saw First Kid. It. I have no interest in that. Oh, well, it's like there's like a weird part where this like guy who was like Sinbad like takes over like the like the the detail on being the Secret Service for the kid and the guy who oh, okay used to be yeah I didn't see is, like, that. Mad, on, like trying to like ki- tries to like kill the kid at one point and stuff. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's very tough. Very tough. I mean, like now going through this list of movies, I have now I have pivoted what I thought we were gonna watch for the next movie. No, now. I've pivoted. Oh, I had a I had a. Well, maybe you should give me a choice. I had an idea, and now I, I just like. Oh, interesting. So, so you mean on the the you had a plan, then the day of you decided to change the plan based on just wild information you got. Do you do you also run a wrestling company by chance? <laughs> I do. My my okay, just checking. My actual, oh, you do. My actual initials are V VKM, and. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, well I that's do. I okay. I don't know how that what that has to do with you running a wrestling company. You don't have to have those initials to run a company. I don't. Do you, do you run a specific wrestling company? Yes. I feel like I should have known about this sooner. Well, can't tell you everything. Thanks. Is this the trailer for the movie at the beginning of the movie? Or is this just showing you everything? Oh, I love when movies do that. Dolph longer in direct action. The best one. Oh, there is a trailer for this movie at the beginning that? of the movie. Do you yeah, remember direct that? action. Yeah. Do you remember that it showed one, you all the best all the best fight yeah. scenes. It's like a three minute intro credits shows you all the cool stuff and the movie is just like, I guess we'll destroy these things again. Such a bizarre choice. <laughs> Anyway, it's yeah. like a direct to DVD movie, which means you already bought it. So like you've already sold. Right, yeah. So why waste what? Well. Anyways, Anyways, you're pivoting. I'm pivoting. I am pivoting. Uh, but before I get to the full on pivot that, that's happening for this podcast, I will read one review. There's there's some there's only twelve reviews on IMDB for Alien Intruder, and there's some sure. very lengthy ones. Like insanely like long essays about this movie. Well, also this movie really is too. Also, regardless of what psychological effects this woman has, it's just you know, women driving men crazy and then they destroy themselves. I don't know what kind of weird messages you want to pull out of that. Well, here we go. Five out of ten stars. Oh, good premise. Okay. With lukewarm execution. All right. That's Although gentle. the idea of aliens using computer viruses to attack terrestrial computers is almost old hat, here the aliens use the viruses as a siren to lure men to their deaths through their computer-stimulated simu- libidos. There, that's true. There, this computer is computer sirens. This is a very interesting twist that held a lot of promise when I first heard about it. The movie fails on one account: the seductor should be the sexiest chick in the movie. Apparently, because Corey. of Miss Goggins' star power, she wore nothing Corey. sexier that could be easily seen than a one-piece bathing suit. While other fantasy women bared all, Tracy did a this very a dark. Tracy did a very dark love scene where you could barely make out her darkened breasts. First question that comes to mind is, "Oh my God!" First question that comes to mind is, even though Tracy is a fox. How could she lure the guys from the other gorgeous women that, they were, ba- that were bearing way more skin? 
I know she's a well, virus. She's killing con- them. I know she's a virus in control of the men's minds, but I need visual justification for her control over men. So even though I know how this works, I need to know why it works. Is what he just said. Yeah, because she's she's hot, but she's not as hot because she's not naked. She's not showing those boobs. But he just admit, admitted that she's a computer virus in their brains. So, like, we don't know what else is going on with her physiology. Right. I know how this works, but I don't know. But I want to know how this works. And I just really wanted. I mean, he should just type that I want to see her naked all the time. Right. And she was killing the hot girls that they were already with, though. She was going out of the way to murder them. They were dying. Well. This is what this guy wants to <laughs> well, know. Well. Well, Didn't expect that review to go go that direction. That's why you chose it. <laughs> it, is, it is very true. Uh, so uh, next week on the podcast, I've completely pivoted the uh, direction as to uh, where where I thought we were just insane. We were going to be going here. You're just a maniac. But uh, you know, it's a You're movie. Just a maniac. Uh, you know, it's you taking you taking a suggestion now. What? Yeah, you taking suggestions from Connecticut, from Stanford? I'm taking suggestions from a good Let's old Wikipedia. Uh, so uh, this next week's, next week's movie, it's available in full on YouTube thanks to Wild Brain Family Movies. I don't know why that's the thing it says because it's Always a good PM Entertainment. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a subsidiary of PM Entertainment. Maybe they have a Wild Who knows brain. how these um, companies work. Anyways. Uh, This movie is about an 11-year-old boy, an age-old legend, and a lifelong friendship. It's from 1995. Okay. And it is called, I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to mention it again now. It's called Bigfoot, The Unforgettable Encounter. This is really sold you on it. Whatever you saw really sold you on it, the, huh? The couple pictures I saw on the I internet. I don't like the split, the snap decision. You had a whole plan laid out. You changed it in an instant. So Zachary Ty Bryan starring in what could be, you know, maybe one of the best movies of all time. It's, this is very concerning to me. Clint I'm Howard very also in it. I'm very concerned you're concerned you had a whole you had a whole agenda and then you just threw it out the window because you got excited by this new hot thing <laughs> well sometimes the you know who else is in it uh matt who? mccoy who re- kind of replaced steve gutenberg in the police academy movies eventually remember him interesting remember? i do another character named nick and yeah. guess guess what his character name is in this movie is what? Nick. It's a shared universe with Police Academy? All right. Bob, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Yeah, so. look up that character's last name. See if they're the same. Or if it just says Nick with no last name, then I can pretend. It just says Nick with no last name for this movie, so. Okay, that's a, that's very strange. That was just like spitballing talk. That's weird. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Well, it's the it's the it's the Nick verse. This this week's movie had a no, Nick in it. No, it's not the this Nick verse. This week's movie Get had a Nick here. in it. Oh wait, on on Wikipedia it does say Park Ranger Nick Clifton. 
Okay, so what was his character in Police Academy? His character in Police Academy was named... Nicholasard. Ah, well. Different Nicks. He got married. Takes different Nicks to rule. Takes different Nicks to rule the world. Sure, that's what he's doing. <laughs> Police Academy is with a with a Bigfoot creature. Well, I don't I don't know what he's doing with Bigfoot. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, because he's just making these snap decisions with this Bigfoot monster, and God only knows what's going to happen. We've watched, you know, Little Bigfoot, same production company. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, the last Bigfoot movie we watched, I believe, was Bigfoot versus the Illuminati. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> you mean you pictured Bigfoot talking to an alien that is, uh, well, who was it, Victor Crowley? Remember it was the alien, Victor Crowley? Victor Crowley. Oh, man, I don't know. See, how can you rate the movie we watched today like one out of five when movies like that exist? You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a flat out zero. Yeah, it's beyond zero. It's negative. There's negative connotations. <laughs> nah, I, I, I'd say zero. I don't know if I go negative one. That's a little harsh, don't you think? <laughs> well, I mean, they apparently put any time into making that movie. <laughs> um, but... It's just a weird thing where, like, knowing people watch that and they get so frustrated it makes me laugh, which is why it was made. But, of course, I watched it and I was frustrated. <laughs> so it's like, what a cycle that is. Sadly, some people are watching it thinking that it's going to be cool. No, and they're like, didn't they just see didn't this scene? I see this already. They just changed the words. Yeah, that's what happened. Aren't these aren't these characters just standing around and their mouths not moving and then just dialogue's happening and just uh. and why why do all these humans just stay in these like halo spacesuits? And they just keep walking to the same computer terminals. And we see this we keep seeing the same recycled clip of them over and over and over again. Uh, well, <laughs> well hopefully what? this what doesn't happen in this week's movie. Uh, Bigfoot the Unforgettable oh, Encounter. It is available in full on YouTube. So there we go. Bigfoot the Unforgettable Encounter, Wild Brain Family Movies, Wild, Fam- Wild Brain Family Movies YouTube channel. Check it out. Legendary oh, Bigfoot has great. been sighted in Northern California and is blamed for the disappearance of campers. Let's go. Bigfoot. Let's check it out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 1994, Bigfoot. Yeah. All right. When was Harry and the Hendersons? Around that same time. But this Bigfoot looks cool. Different. Oh, yeah? Do I have to look or should I be surprised? You should be surprised. Fine. I really want. I'm going to. Yeah, gonna... instead of texting you, I'm going to call you and yell at you. That's what I'll do. I I, will, I almost want to just revert. I want your genuine reaction recorded. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, all right. So there we go. Bigfoot, the unforgettable encounter starring Zachary Ty Bryan from 1994. Next week on the podcast. So for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. Nick. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.